0: Welcome back y'all to Summer's Vibes Podcast, and I'm your host, Summer. But you already knew that. Last season, we focused on several different topics from a millennial point of view. In this new season of my life and where we are as a country and a nation, we're going to continue that conversation, focusing on politics, spiritual well-being, and our society as a whole. Make sure you subscribe to Summer's Vibes Podcast to stay informed. This is a season you don't wanna miss. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Summer's Vibes podcast. I am your host, Summer. Some call me Mary. Um, But welcome back, everyone. Uh, Like I said, where we're going, here we are with another episode. And I'm super excited about this guest today. Uh, We have Jacqueline Richards from Vote Run Lead. Thank you so much for joining today. And welcome to my podcast. (laughs) Thanks, Mary, for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, so I'm excited about this episode we spoke earlier last week and just was so energized about um, some things that we can do in the community, Um, you know, the upcoming election. Um, just how we can be impactful um, by using our voice and making sure that uh, we are engaged as much as possible when it comes to what's going on in our neighborhood, what's going on in our community, um, and also even on a national level as well. So I'm excited. So the, how I want to <laughs> start is, as you can tell, I'm excited. So uh, how I want to start is uh, if you can just give us a you know a brief uh, background and overview about you just so the listeners can get to know you a little bit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So as you mentioned, my name is Jacqueline Richards. I am the New York State Director for Vote Run Lead, which is a national nonpartisan nonprofit that recruits, trains, and supports women to run for office um, and also win. So um, we're helping women from all backgrounds, all ethnicities, um, you know, break barriers and open doors for women who are looking to run for elected office and win. Um, I'm originally from New York. I'm a native New Yorker. I have my bachelor's degree in history and political science, as well as my master's degree in public administration. You know, I have been doing this work for a really long time. I started lobbying legislators and working, um, you know, for my local community when I was 14 years old. Um, So I got really involved really early on. And so I'm just enjoying this this ride that I'm on um, helping other women as well.
0: All right. Yeah. I love New York, too, by the way. Top three places. (laughs) All right. So let's go ahead and get into it. One of the things that I wanted to talk about was just community involvement. Right um, there, there is a lot that goes on. Whether you know it's communities of colors, a lot of a lot of things of what women face. So when we think about some of those inequalities, some of those injustices that some black women may face, some um, Latina women may face. You know, when you think about that, how can we get more involved to kind of impact that change for what we have faced? And then you know. How can we ensure that we are on the same level playing field? Like as we face some of those inequalities, what are some ways that we can get involved and kind of help with that? Yeah,
1: I mean, you touched on, you know, several inequalities that, you know, women of color, Black women specifically face on a daily basis, um, you know, and it really truly affects, you know, how women show up for themselves and their communities. So, you know, we can't address larger issues within our community um, until we address those issues um, that are, you know, we're suffering from. I tend to look at, you know, gender wage gap, you know, issues that can be changed, In the political sphere, you know what I mean? Like um, legislative wise, it also requires a level of inclusion um, that a lot of like Democratic parties or Republican parties um, have to be very they have to be aware that this is an issue. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people love to throw around the word like inclusivity and, you know um, like that's a goal of theirs or diversity, but a lot of them don't know what that actually looks like. Um, And so being aware and having um, intention to make those changes for women and, and, bringing women of color into the conversation is really important um, and making sure that they feel supported in those roles so that they can speak up on the issues that they're facing.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, when you speak about, like you said, making changes legislatively, like for instance, um, the the wage gap and the inequalities that women face um, every, you know, as far as how much we get paid uh, to the dollar of a white male. Yeah, that is that is something that is huge. And here we are in 2022, and we still are very much behind how it would take us a year to just make, <clears throat> excuse me, to make what a white male may, may make. Right. And so I do think it is important, important, yes, to start there, right? Because there's no reason why we should still be behind. And uh, not only should, you know, leaders be aware of that, but then also um, as, as we go in and we talk with these employers that we're kind of making that known as well. And like you said, having that include inclusivity, um, as well as just that diversity and belonging and not being afraid to talk about or have uncomfortable conversations, right? Right. And so I think that those are ways that, um, you know, you can get involved with your community and it can start in the workplace. Hey, do you all have uh, something with diversity and belonging? Can we talk about those things? Or also just joining groups in the community. So several different ways I think that we uh, can get involved in also bringing those issues up to your local leaders as well because they do have some some sort of impact on uh, some of those some of those things yeah, right. yeah. the other thing that um, I wanted to hit on is um, us creating a seat at the table. you are with uh, vote run lead and it's an encouraging uh, women. To run for elections, and whether that's a local local elections, am I right? Um, what other what 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 else do you all support uh, with the local election with with? Well, excuse <laughs> me, <laughs> it's time twisted. It, um, with the outside of the local le- elections.
1: Right. So local elections. um, I'm specifically working on the state legislature for the New York state right now. Um, Our goal right now is working on uh, 51 percent of women um, in the state legislature. So the New York State Assembly, as well as the New York State Senate. Um, and so right now we are trying to get women or recruiting women to run for office feel supported in running for office feel encouraged to run for office and run as they are you know so like you mentioned a lot of the issues that women of color face they're bringing with them when they run for office you know so it's not just i'm running and I'm going to speak about I guess my community's issues but I'm also going to bring the issues that affect me personally so we We really want women of color and black women to run for office. And, you know, Vote Run leads 60 percent of our alumni are women of color. Um, So we're really proud about that. And, you know, just to note about, you know, creating a seat at the table. I I, I find it interesting when people bring that up for black women specifically, because it's like black women in America have consistently been um, at the forefront of almost every sort of civil, political or like cultural activist, like movement, even within like the past couple of years, you know, we've seen like Black Lives Matter was was started with Black women. Um, You know, uh, Black Girls Vote was started by Black women. You know, Say Her Name was started by Black women. So, you know, as far as as creating a seat at the table, we've already created a seat at the table. You know, we've actually created our own table. Um, But the, the seat, I guess, you're talking about in regards to those spaces that are predominantly still white males, um, you know, especially in the political sphere. We are actually seeing a change with organizations like Vote Run Lead, where, um, again, we're supporting women of color, Black women specifically, um, to run for office and making those spaces now
0: more so, more diverse and, and, and inclusive. Yeah, there are... There have been a lot of organizations that have been there to support women, um, you know, w- with running their campaign um, and making sure that they are elected for office. And I think it's I think it's great. And like you said, we already have a seat at the table. Uh, we we are we are always strong. We have held we have held people up on uh, on our back. So I I completely agree with you on that uh, for sure. And then, you know, when we talk about just inspiring like younger generations. Right. Like how can we inspire like our young young women to our young black women to run for office. And, you know, we are already this force to be reckoned with. And some of us are already actively involved in our community. And so for me, I'm like, you know, you're making all this change, like go ahead and be that change by running for office. Right. And so how, you know, How can we make it where they people do not feel like it's like some you have to have all this experience, all this knowledge. Right. But just know that, you know, you're standing strong in your purpose. You know exactly why you want to run and, you know, the change that you want to see. And so just getting out of that mindset that, hey, I don't have to have all this experience, but I can know exactly what my purpose is. So how can we inspire young people to do that?
1: You know, um, it's funny because it's a a little bit of, I guess, like that imposter syndrome um, that a lot of women of color or black women face in any sort of situation that advances them professionally in their career. So it's funny because like even myself, when I was running for office, when I was 25 years old, I had that. That thought process of, oh, well, I need more schooling. You know, I need more work experience. Um, I need more time in my community. But like, I was already in my community, my community members knew of me. When I ran, it wasn't. It wasn't planned out. I had, I had really just ran like last minute. So I, and I don't, you know, um, tell people to run last minute. I really want people to have a plan, but you know, leading by example is a really great way to kind of inspire that younger generation that you're talking about to run for office, you know, find their voice without representation already there. There's no way to say like, Oh, I can do that too. You know what I mean? You're going to think it's this uphill battle if you don't see anyone that represents you in that office. Um, so really leading 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 by example, and then also, you know, mentoring the next generation, Um, reaching out to your local colleges to come and speak and, um, you know, just talk about civic engagement. So really just like I mentioned like leading by example Um, and then also what mentees can do, younger generation can do is actually reach out to those people that they've noticed come on their on their platform, you know, their for you page. Um, So reach out. You say like you're you're my my congressman and I'd really like to have like a 30 minute chit chat with you just how you got started. Um, So don't be afraid because we're human. Um, We're human beings. And, you know, we're here for you. That's what public service is all about.
0: Yeah, I think it's amazing because we are seeing, you know, a bit more younger people run for office. And I just want to see more if I'm being honest. Right. <laughs> we we are seeing a shift and change in the generation. Right. Like baby boomers are retiring. And so so yeah. um, and so. It, and so when we look at even like on a national level, um because that is traditionally a little bit older. but I can say on a local level, we've seen a lot more young people run for office um out here where I live, there are a lot of um young people in office. and so I when I think about even on a national level, I would like to see more young people, more black women or just more women in general uh, running for office. and so just having them, You know, not feeling discouraged, like as as though they couldn't run, because you absolutely can. Like you said, just having the tools and the resources and being able to connect with someone uh, that can help you achieve that goal and get you and get a plan together for you. So I think it's great. I think it's- and
1: even if it's not, you know, if you don't feel comfortable running for office, mm-hmm. helping another woman of color, a black woman run for office is always an another option so that you get that experience of, okay, well, this is what a campaign looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, vote run lead is actually starting up a campaign management school in the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be looking for people to recruit, um, to train them to be campaign managers.
0: Um, so that's a really great way to also get involved okay that is cool okay so a campaign management school okay mm-hmm. all right yeah that's that's pretty that's pretty awesome I was looking on um the website um the vote run lead uh website and so I know you touched on uh the the run 51 is I want to make sure that I've said that right is that cor- correct yeah mm-hmm. okay so one of the th- one of the interesting things that I did read about it was, and so it was saying uh, just one state in America has a female majority in their state legislature, and it was Nevada, which I think right. was insane. Like I, I didn't even first of all, I didn't even know that, but mm-hmm. um, I thought I thought that, that was crazy. And you know, like you you're in you're representing the state legislature for New York, correct? Right. right. So tell me about I. you may have said it at the beginning, so I apologize if you're a bit redundant. But so what are the what are some of the some of the things that you do in, in that vein? So really, it's just working with my local
1: stakeholders, um, other organizations that help support women um, become civically engaged, run for office. Um, So that's really my job is to really just find women who are already doing the work, women who don't think about running for office, but they're out there in the community, you know, putting people together, connecting the dots for people in their community. So really, I just take that person and say, hey, you can do this, you know,
0: Um, and provide them with the resources to do that with Vote Run Lead. The last question I kind of want to add, the last question I want to get into, what are some of the things that we're watching for? What are some of the things that we're looking for? So I I do want to ask you, you know, what. Will you be watching for? You know, what's important to you when it comes to whether it's your local leader, uh, your local leaders, or even congressionally? uh, When we look at some of the offices, well, all the Congress is up every two years, but then even also some of the Senate seats as well um, from a federal level. So, very interested to know kind of what you're looking forward to and then what you would like to see from those leaders. Yeah,
1: um, you know, I'm hoping that the the general election will bring in you know a new group of leaders who are able to kind of bring in fresh eyes, um, you know, to inspire new ideas in addition to trying to think outside the box as much as possible. You know, leaders must be able to listen, observe, and be willing to change. And I feel like we haven't seen that within the leaders that represent us thus far. Um, So that's what I'm hoping for in regards to the
0: the next group of legislators that are coming. That's going to be huge. And that's going to be such an inspiration for, in my opinion, for so many women uh, to say, oh my gosh, look at that. You know, we didn't know how close Stacey Abrams came. So, but um, last thing, last thing, I swear, um, <laughs> if if <laughs> if women do feel um, encouraged to want to run for office, they can go to voterunlead.com. Is that, is, is that the main way? Voterunlead.org. Dot yeah. org, excuse me. Okay, so that is the main way that they can, look and see how they can get involved. And then there's also some tools and some resources on there, correct? Absolutely. Okay, awesome alrighty well thank you so much for your time i appreciate it um like I said i wanted to make sure that people that you know the listeners are informed about what's going on in their community how they can get involved how they can be that change and really be impactful um in a way that i think is super super important um you know even if it is at a community level that's okay like you said you can be involved just as small or just as big so i appreciate your time Jacqueline um and thank you so much uh, for joining this for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Mary. I really appreciate it.